0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve. Joining me as always is my lovely co-host, Hannah. Hannah, how are you doing this week?
1: Two thoughts. First, yeah. I feel like we just did this because we did two days ago when we yes. had to re-record our last podcast. So this feels a little bit like deja vu, even though it's not the same movie. At least, oh no. Second, I'm feeling good because I just started a new notebook.
0: Yeah,
1: I've had the same legal pad since the beginning of the podcast.
0: Yeah. So for the uninitiated, uh, we like to write things down like cavemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Handwritten.
0: <laughs> Handwritten. Yeah, we don't type things like you know some millennial d-bag or something am i right (laughs) high five hen (laughs) no i'm not giving you that no i don't i don't deserve that also um i've had some wine tonight so you know same
1: i've had like five classes
0: our teeth are a little red oh it's my okay. god our
1: teeth <laughs> my lips are just purple
0: they might as well be but, it's like i have lipstick on but that's just gonna make it that much more fun to talk about this week's movie which is i had to look at my notebook to <laughs> double check the name of it it's called stolen, stolen. From, not
1: to be confused for taken <laughs>
0: yes from 2012 which is of course just i'm sure you have the details but just a few years after when taken came out the success of liamny taken Mm -hmm. this movie is stolen where Nicolas cage instead of playing a former cia operative or something he plays a former criminal who has to rescue his daughter Mm -hmm. and not in europe but in the streets of new orleans because favorite place in the entire world because of course it is this is a saturn films production by the way which again
1: I, i was gonna say that
0: i'm sorry but how dare you you can guess if it's a Nicolas cage film in new orleans it's a saturn saturn films production fair enough All right. Well, with
1: completely off topic, but I'm watching you speak and it Mm. made me think, you know, how like when, whenever you drink red wine, it it mostly stains like not just, not your teeth, but in between your teeth.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I have, I was about to say, I have have golden teeth, which (laughs) is not good. That's worse. No, that's bad. Uh, We will, oh no, that was last week. I was going to say, we will talk about Nick Cage's mouth this week but we no, he had his the, mouth was fine no, i don't think there were fine. any close-ups honestly no. on his face
1: last there week, there were it, a few and i was like oh my god the pock marks on his neck i know
0: yeah i was gonna say that but um yeah no oh, la- did i just take some <laughs> take away your thunder <laughs> last week we talked about how there was a close-up on nick cage's face and he had just the driest lips drier than the Rider sahara too. desert like Ugh.
1: i know that he was filming in turkey but come on <laughs>
0: All right. So he did
1: drink like a whole pitcher of water in that movie.
0: Yeah, he had to stay <laughs> hydrated because he was constantly on fire and in black leather in the summers in Turkey. So with all of that, let's move on to some of the behind-the-scenes information, some background info. What's Nick Cage up to in 2012?
1: Let's get to the numbers first. Numbers
0: first. What do you got for so us? So Stolen
1: came out in 2012. As Steve mentioned, this movie has a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb eh. and a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, And we did not hate this. No.
0: I think a lot of it had to do with we were coming off the back of not just Ghost Rider 2, but we watched like a lot of really bad Christmas movies this week.
1: Oh my God. We watched a Hallmark Hanukkah movie.
0: Terrible.
1: Lights Love Hanukkah? Is that what it was called? Love Lights, Lights Love?
0: It was Love Lights Hanukkah. Horrid. Just the worst kind of film They just
1: shoehorned Hanukkah into it. It was like a it was like a twenty three and me movie more than anything else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. This and- girl who was raised like Irish Catholic finds out that she's half Jewish and then has to like learn how to cope with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you poor thing, you have to cope with being Jewish. <laughs> How dare you, Hallmark? Also And
1: then every time they explained a tradition of Hanukkah, they just <laughs> like Anytime
0: ta- any <laughs> Anytime they introduced a new character in them. This is not Nick Cage. But anytime <laughs> they introduced a new character, they might as well have looked at the camera and been like, Hanukkah's the festival of lights. We celebrate over eight days. It symbolizes the eight di-. and like, come on. Like <laughs> You know, they don't explain every detail about Christmas and every Christmas. It's because there's. So, it's because
1: it's Hallmark, and they only make Christmas movies. It's the It's the first time many Gentile people have ever heard of Hanukkah. They, watching they've this heard movie, of Hanukkah. they don't know what it is.
0: They know that you light a candle once every eight nights. They don't
1: know. No, nah, please. Oh yeah. Oh, you sure. under you overestimate
0: right in right to our PO box the
1: knowledge of the non-Jewish community anyway
0: happy hanukkah to our Jewish listeners and merry, uh, merry almost christmas to our to our christmas celebrator listeners <laughs> there you go yeah let's move on where were we
1: uh, stolen yes 5.5 5 out of 10 20% of rotten tomatoes we only went into that because we were saying this movie we didn't hate it but that was because okay. we watched a lot of shitty movies this weekend okay. So As we can we tell people do.
0: to just skip to five minutes into the podcast. We're all caught up. <laughs> we
1: can also just cut that all out.
0: No, I'm not going to cut it out. That's fun.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, this movie had a budget of 35 million dollars, and then it lost a lot of money. It made 18 million in the box office.
0: Ooh, really,
1: really uh, a <laughs> really big pill to swallow.
0: 35 million seems high for a budget because I believe I don't recall the budget for Taken, but I believe Taken was really low budget. It was meant to be a straight to to like DVD DVD movie
1: did it come out in the theaters
0: it came out in a few theaters and it did amazingly so they it kept was, releasing I love Taken yeah and the
1: sequels <laughs> they're uh, horrible yeah but the first, so entertaining
0: the first one is like almost believable for Taken and then the subsequent ones are like this is stupid why it's like what
1: so Taken came out in 2008 the budget was forty five million, which was more than this one. Oh, okay. It made two hundred and twenty six point eight million dollars.
0: It's this, this is, movie
1: is a phenomenon, and Stolen is the opposite.
0: Stolen is is <laughs> the
1: forgotten steps, ugly stepsister of of Taken. It's a
0: blatant ripoff of Taken. And you know, Denzel Washington did one that was successful, The Equalizer, which I think may have been also oh, been a remake. I don't
1: know. That, that was like a. Se- I, I've heard it's, of the movie, but The
0: Equalizer. It's it's Denzel Washington. He's an old man who avenges a young woman and like kills a bunch of people in cool ways. And everyone I'm... and their mother has done a m- movie like this. I mean,
1: Nick's done movies like this before.
0: I don't think he's quite done one like this. He's done movies that have been clear cash grabs based on other movies. Fair. But I don't think he's done one that's like, you know, he has to avenge his daughter.
1: Not Matchstick
0: his, men, maybe, to a, to a degree, a because little, he had a daughter in it.
1: I don't know, he's had to avenge himself. Yeah,
0: yeah, but, you know, this he's is so... he been a con before. This is so clearly a ripoff of Taken.
1: Yeah, no. It, I mean, it's called Stolen. <laughs> exactly.
0: Come on.
1: I like think they couldn't have come up come with on. a better name for it to come distract on. from from the
0: ripoff. I'm sure by the end of this podcast, we'll come up with better names for this movie.
1: Well, ac- interesting that you say that.
0: Oh, what a segue. Great segue.
1: So this movie's initial title was Medallion, which happens to be... Uh, that's why I asked you right before this podcast, which happens to be the name... Of a taxi cab company mm. that is a fictional company. Oh, it's fictional? In, yes. Oh, okay. In in New Orleans. I read about this. The only taxi cabs that they have are Yellow Cab and like one other brand. Okay. But Medallion is not real. Okay. So the original movie was going to be Medallion. You'll learn soon why that matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Let's see. Clive Owen and Jason Statham were originally considered for the lead role. Okay. Before Saturn Films picked this up and then Nicolas of Cage course. took the role. Of course. Simon West was the director, and he was also the director
0: of. I don't know off the top of my head. Con Air. Oh, I you know, this is a bit of a Con Air feel. I feel like. Well, okay. another
1: great segue here. I guess I'm spoiling something. That's okay. So Nick's character in this movie picks up a, a teddy bear for his daughter. That's when he really gets out of prison. Okay. In the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Do you know when he does that in a previous movie?
0: Oh, he does that. He in does Con that Air. in Con Air. <laughs> he has a teddy bear for his daughter. <laughs> he has a teddy
1: bear for his daughter that he like has to take with him throughout explosions and shit, and yeah. he like ends up bringing it along. Right? Does yeah. the teddy bear survive?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a running gag in Con Air from memory that yep. that the teddy bear gets blown up, it gets cut up, and he like maintains that teddy bear for his daughter. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So he also buys the teddy bear in this movie, and I have a feeling it's because Simon West directed this movie. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i don't know that's just my speculation no no that's that's, really correlation that makes total
0: sense yeah i i should also say you know i i know you hadn't mentioned oh spoiler i don't want to spoil this movie but this is not a movie worth watching no this is not
1: it's i mean it's it was fine it's fine it's not something that I would recommend you like stop everything that you're doing and go and see like Adaptation, you know. Adaptation was great. Yeah,
0: Adaptation's great, you know. And then there are some of the, the Family the Man. My friend pleasure. actually
1: texted me yesterday yeah. and she was like, "Oh, my 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 father-in-law is seeing this movie today. It's a Nick Cage movie. It's called The Family Man. Have you seen it?" I'm like, "Have I seen it?" It's great. <laughs> That was 2000. I've seen it a long time ago. <laughs> we're in 2012 now, baby girl. Oh my girl. god,
0: we're in 2012. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad just told me that he watched oh my next. God, next. He was like, "What's 2000? He can see 2 minutes into the future." I was like, "Oh, you poor thing, you watched that." <laughs> but yeah, no, what The Family movie. Man's great Family and we're Man. and it's almost the season for The Family Man.
1: Yeah, I would watch it again. Sure. For Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Would, would love to recommend. Don't watch um, what was the other Christmas movie, the christmas carol no not that the uh there's another christmas movie? yeah the one where they're like in vermont they're
0: the in one vermont? where the sneeze the sneeze oh trapped in paradise, trapped in paradise. <laughs> yeah that's bad that one's bad i the podcast that we did is very fun so i have fond memories of that movie because, because of, of our the podcast. podcast
1: the movie sucked yeah anyway mm-hmm. this movie is just fine this movie was filmed on location in New Orleans, as Steve mentioned. It takes place in New Orleans. That's why it's Saturn Films. Mm. Everything is in NOLA. 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 So along with Saturn Films, this is a collaboration among a few different production companies. Millennium Entertainment, who also produced Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> New Image Films, and NU. Saturn Films, and Wonderland Sound and Vision. Mm. Never heard of any of them.
0: I, no, I've heard, I mean, beyond Bad Lieutenant, I feel like I've heard of Millennium I've heard films. of Millennium. Yeah. They
1: went bankrupt in 2016. <laughs> well, can't <laughs> win them all. <laughs> so Nick, let's talk about Nick. Yeah. Um, so I did not find any information out about him in relation to this movie. Okay. But something else happened in 2012 that I think is worth mentioning. Mm. Nick Cage produced a movie that he did not star in. Oh. It was a movie called A Thousand Words
0: 2012 oh, Eddie and Murphy? it starred
1: Eddie Murphy.
0: That movie
1: well, it was nominated for three Razzie Awards. That Would you movie. like to hear what Razzie Awards it was right. nominated okay, for? Okay,
0: okay, let me let me lay it out real quick. So Eddie Murphy plays like some fast talking lawyer or something. That's like literally
1: that. like what the description said. the The first three words were Eddie Murphy plays a fast talking.
0: This is from memory. I did not look this up. He plays a fast talking lawyer, and some genie or or witch or some shit or or like his child's birthday wish liar liar style makes. A, makes a wish that he can only say 1000 more words and there's a little tree where the leaves are these little pieces of paper with a word on it that falls off and and shit like that i heard the worst things about this movie
1: well this movie was nominated for three razzie awards unfortunately did not win any Ah. worst picture which lost to twilight 2 which we've also talked about oh okay Worst actor, which lost to Adam Sandler, which we've also talked about. And then worst screenplay, which lost to the movie that Adam Sandler was in, That's My Boy.
0: That's My Boy. I actually heard That's My Boy was kind of funny, but I never saw it.
1: It lost... It lost... And this movie also lost a lot of money. So Nick Cage, in turn, lost a lot of money because he produced it. So this movie had a budget of forty million, and it made twenty-two million.
0: I remember them promoting the hell out of it too. Well, so it was it probably eighty million, and it made twenty. Money. Wow, this was really in the decline a lot of actors will go through this meteoric rise and then this gradual decline and eddie murphy is one of those is one of those really unfortunate you see it with like other major especially comedic actors like melissa mccarthy yeah um kevin hart kevin hart's still towards the top with his jumanji movies particularly but like you just see this this rise and this media they're like oh these these are going to be the next will ferrell Mm -hmm. you even see it with will ferrell like what has he done recently? He did that Sherlock Holmes movie that was total Ooh, trash, garbage. So like, I, I don't know what it is. Amy Schumer was another one. She had this great train rhyme wreck was so good with train wreck, and, and then, then everything she was in that
1: she was in that one she with did her a mom. Taken movie.
0: It was a Taken movie. Yeah, it
1: was a Taken movie. Oh. Oh, like a comedic Taken.
0: Yeah, <sighs> we tied it all back together, folks. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'm proud of you. That was Eddie Murphy. That was in Eddie Murphy. So that was line. an
1: Eddie Murphy movie produced by Nick Cage via Saturn Films. And then that was the last movie that Saturn Films produced after Stolen. So in 2012, it was Stolen, and then it was A Thousand Words. And then in 2017 was the next movie that Saturn Film oh, produced. Oh, wow. So
0: they take a break for a while. Yeah. Okay. Vengeance,
1: A Love Story. And it's probably because he just like lost so much money. And then he also owes the IRS, a ton of money. So yeah. he's like, I need to chill out with this.
0: Yeah. I think he's in Vengeance, A Love Story, right? Does I don't know. Say? I didn't look. I think it's in our list of movies to watch.
1: Okay. And then he's in it. Okay. We'll discuss that not later. not in uh, a thousand words
0: oh thank god <laughs> could you imagine if we had to watch that shit I think if, that'll be fun uh, could you imagine if he played like man in red sports car <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to your dad recently who mentioned something about nick cage oh oh it was when we were watching that that uh christmas movie or that hanukkah the movie. hanukkah
1: movie he was oh like, could yeah you,
0: could you imagine if nick cage was in this movie he'd be he'd be, he'd man be in like... Red sports car you're <laughs> like i'm your real father and he'd be wearing a big fake
1: nose. glasses and
0: nose and chin and like a wig.
1: Wait, what did he say in that movie? What? When he played Man in Red Sports Car. Can I give somebody a lift? Is <laughs> <Does laughs> anybody ever
0: <laughs> Anyhow, that's hilarious. Where were we? You all set? That's that all, all I, all I got. Like I scenes? said, okay. there's
1: really no information. The only thing about Nick in particular was the teddy bear fact.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, there's a parallel between this and Con Air. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so you want to go through scene by scene, Nick Cage scene by Nick Cage scene? I
1: go. I'll gloss
0: over a lot of these scenes for sure because a lot of them are pretty standard, like how you, how you would expect like a Taken movie to play out. So the first time we see Nick Cage is he's in, it says right on the screen, New Orleans, 4 a.m. And he's in a van, with some other dude and Malin Ackerman who's in this movie who you might know from I know her from like Watchmen um I know her from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle what do you know anything else she's in uh
1: she's in 27 dresses if you're familiar with that masterpiece 27
0: dresses
1: (laughs) that's how I know her
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway she's a great actress so she's in this she's in the van with Nick Cage and some other dude and he they are staking out a diamond store it appears so they're gonna go rob a diamond store but meanwhile unbeknownst to them they got the swat looking at them through like thermal cameras and shit and nick cage takes a phone call and this is maybe the first time in a while we've seen good phone acting by nick cage i mentioned it mm-hmm. one of the things he does say so of course he takes the call and we and we realize that he's taking the call from his daughter which we've he's already very mentioned. young yes so He takes the call and the other guy who's sitting next to him is doing something and he says a great line. He's like, when I get home, I'm going to make you those those happy face pancakes that you like so much. Okay, (laughs) like because like he's trying to signal to his buddy as he's saying the word pancakes. It's like pancakes. It's not really a scream, so I won't insert it. But you don't remember that based on your face. I
1: remember it, but this is an audio medium and you have to explain what you just did with your hand.
0: Oh well, yeah, but he's waving his hand at his, yeah, at his buddy. But that's like,
1: the point.
0: Whatever hand, <laughs> whatever <laughs> <You're like>,
1: pancakes.
0: <laughs> so they're about to steal some diamonds. They break in through a toy store, and they blast through a wall, and they get to what we assume to be the safe where they keep the most rare diamonds or something. But really, right as the cops show up, they real the cops show up to the to the diamond store, and Nick Cage isn't there. So Nick Cage blew through the wall and went down the block to the bank and he's at the safe in the bank and he's breaking into the bank. And so it's, they
1: steal 10 million dollars in cash. They
0: steal 10 million dollars in, in cash, but it's in this scene where we get some really good looks at Nick Cage and you had mentioned how old he looks in this he movie. He looks
1: old, but he's also wearing a nice trench coat.
0: He, I was going to say a trench coat. <laughs> he throws on like spect like not spectacles but like safety goggles Yeah, too, which is good. because he's using whatever. He's using like Power a like tools. a drill. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, they're at the they're at the bank and they they stole the money, so he and this other guy, Malin Ackerman, and this guy named Hoyt who's this kind of big sort of slovenly looking fellow who I actually recognized again from lost different guy from lost from
1: last week's episode no two
0: three four weeks ago the one with January Jones seeking justice oh yeah (laughs) that's a different guy from lost actually they have a lot of scenes together those two guys from lost cool anyway (laughs) some big dude his name's Hoyt we'll call him Hoyt and uh so Hoyt and Malin Ackerman are in the in the getaway car yeah And Nick Cage and this other guy are running down. They're running through the bank. They're running through Vince, is that his name? Vince, yeah. I'm just going to call him like the other guy or eventually he becomes the bad guy. Yeah. And he becomes the bad guy because on their way out of the bank, they run into some old janitor who's like, what are you young fellas doing out here? And the other guy, the bad guy, like clocks him over the head. And Nick Cage is like, what'd you do that for? You might've just killed him. And so the cops are on their tail. Well, the and, and then he's like,
1: we have to. And then the, the bad guy is like, well, we have to kill him. You saw our faces. Yeah.
0: So Nick so then they Cage. Get into this
1: whole like argument.
0: Yeah. And,
1: you know, like times the clock is ticking. The oh, cops yeah. like on their tail. They need to get out of there. So
0: Nick Cage shoots the other guy in the leg. The bad guy. The bad guy. Yeah. You know, the guy who will become the bad guy. Yeah, clearly. Whatever. <laughs> in these types of movies. It's obvious. And the bad guy's screaming and Nick Cage t- drags the bad guy to the getaway car and then realizes, I forgot the money. And he runs back over and he grabs the money. And the
1: getaway car leaves without him. The
0: getaway car leaves without him. Nick Cage, with the money in hand, gets trapped in by the police. But this is where it becomes real Taken style mm-hmm. because two cops show up and he basically Liam Neeson's these two guys. <laughs> he like does like a quick punch to the gut and a chop to the throat. It's so, great. And he like twirls over top of the cop car it's fun it is fun
1: really fun uh you know
0: yeah and as fighting. all as all this is going on you know i may have uh mimicked a nick cage scream but he doesn't actually scream no. much except he does scream at hoyt. Hoyt! hoyt but you know that's that's not gonna yeah, be our best there's scream. better screams. yeah for sure so he steals the cop car after he knocks out these two cops and there's this big car chase in a parking lot, which is, again, kind of fun, actually.
1: In an indoor parking
0: like structure. Yeah, I may have said parking lot. I he apologize. Did. Yeah. yeah it's so,
1: more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a multi-level parking structure. Yeah.
0: So he's on his way out. He makes this big jump, this big getaway in this cop car over these other cars. And he, he makes this getaway. And then not to find out that that there's spike strips at the end. And he rolls over the spike strips. And he's caught, essentially. And as his car comes grinding to a halt, the cop car, he looks at uh, the dashboard where there's a picture of the cop's family, and he looks all sad and disappointed. And it's all about family. Yep. He's and like,
1: oh, I have a daughter.
0: He throws the money away. We later find out. I'll just say it now, but he burns it. He, he throws the money into a into a burning barrel where the like he he drove into some homeless shelter. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. So
1: there's like a trash can on fire. He throws the money into it. Yep. And then he gets taken away
0: yes he gets arrested flash forward eight years later he looks no different no (laughs) almost 10 years later
1: exactly the same (laughs) they made no effort to make him look younger or older
0: yep he as he's getting out of prison he's, he's at the bus station or whatever where he buys a teddy bear that that hannah mentioned and he gets picked up by there's this main fbi guy who's after him he gets picked up by the fbi guy who goes like where'd you hide the money And I'm like, it's been eight years. Have you not found the money? You were right behind him. How did you not get it? Or how did you not find, figure out what he did with it?
1: Stupidity.
0: Yes. He also goes, oh, I understand that you know that Vince is dead or Vincent's dead. The other guy, the guy who was shot. Yeah, the bad guy. He's like, Vincent's dead. And he's like, oh my God, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) So the FBI guy drops Nick Cage off at his ex where he sees his daughter, who's a little bit more grown. She's probably what, 13, 14, 15, something like that? 16, 17,
1: 18, 19,
0: 20, 21, 22, 23. Why don't you shut your damn mouth? <laughs> <laughs> he gives her the teddy bear. She's like, I don't care about you, dad. She's like,
1: I'm a teenager.
0: Uh, <laughs> he nervously reads her a note that he scribbled down about how I used to be a bad man, but I'm not yeah. anymore. He got really nervous about it, which was like kind of cute. It was endearing. Yeah. And she gets in a cab and drives away to her shrink because she's got daddy issues and yep. abandonment issues. Nick Cage, Why would she not? Yeah, of course. Nick Cage then goes to Malin Ackerman, who owns a bar or is just a bartender. I At don't know. At a cop bar. At a cop bar. And they have a quick little conversation And, oh, I forgot to mention that the daughter gave Nicolas Cage a package. And the package Mm. has a cell phone in it, a mysterious cell phone. So while he's at the bar talking to Malin Ackerman.
1: Cell phone rings.
0: And who is it but Vincent? I thought he was dead. Okay, so we have to talk about this scene because Nick Cage suddenly goes, Well, hey there, Vincent. How the heck are you? Like, he throws on a southern accent.
1: (laughs) He's like,
0: oh, Nolans. (laughs) Ah, Oh, I thought you were dead. And it's like, dude. When did this voice... Where did this voice come from? (laughs) So, turns out that Vincent... Wayne and Nola. (laughs) Wayne and Nola. Let's meet up for a drink there, old buddy. But, turns out, the other dude, Vincent, has been plotting his revenge against Nick Cage ever since Nick Cage shot him in the leg. Eight years ago. He's now a cab driver and abducted his daughter.
1: With a... With a peg leg right? Yeah,
0: he's got essentially a prosthetic leg yeah. I guess he had to get his leg amputated <laughs> And so Nick Cage Knowing that this guy has his daughter He screams at Vincent his name Vincent, Which again better screams And it's essentially I want the rest of my money you have 24 hours So he's got 24 hours Nick Cage almost immediately goes to the FBI Who are like now nah, we don't believe you Because you're the greatest criminal mastermind in the world You broke into a toy store and instead of going to the diamonds You went to the bank You're the brilliant. You're the most brilliant man in the world <laughs> in new orleans (laughs) so nick cage steals an fbi like swipe card by again doing like a liam neeson throat punch to Mm -hmm. some fbi guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) finds out where Hoyt now lives goes to Hoyt's apartment who Hoyt tells him essentially everything about yeah. how oh he's been driving cabs now and I know exactly where to find him the cops trace him down and the cops just open fire on the streets of New Orleans against Nick Cage and of course it's Mardi Gras as well what of all course this is happening. it's like
1: the New Orleans of
0: anyone's dreams. of course like Nick Cage isn't gonna make a movie in New Orleans and have and it not, not it be, be Mardi.
1: on Fat Tuesday <laughs> exactly.
0: So also as he's running through the streets, we see that Nick Cage run.
1: His run is so unathletic. <laughs> for a man who's as old as he, he's not even that old, I guess at this point, whatever he's in his like early 50s. for a man who's in as good of shape, physically, like aesthetically as he is, you would think that his hips would be in better condition.
0: <laughs> he looks like he's slow.
1: He just looks like he's sh- like he has like a hip problem,
0: he right? Might, honestly, I don't know.
1: He runs like like my I don't even know like my grandfather did. You know?
0: <laughs> We're getting nostalgic on this week's podcast. So Damn, Nick Gage I miss and, my grandfather. oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got well, sad. I, I
1: don't, I'm not kidding. I do. <laughs>
0: oh, oh my! Oh, geez, my heart so let's move let's get back to the movie as the cage is
1: 96 anyway continue.
0: as the cage is running like a muppet or a, a grandfatherly muppet down My the gran- street
1: as hannah's 96 year old grandfather
0: as hannah's 96 year old grandfather he gets decked by a different cab not the cab that the bad guy's in but so Nick Cage mm. decides to then like kind of hold this cab driver at gunpoint hostage, yeah. and say, I, you know, get the information that I need to get this, this, this other, other cab. cab driver. And, uh, he also, uh, he screams at, at this guy that he's holding hostage.
1: Yeah. I mean, eh, justifiable know. screams, right? We yeah, talk I about that a lot.
0: Yeah. So they ultimately track him down and he, he, Nick Cage thinks he sees the car that he's after. So he gets out of his cab And instead of running on the streets, he starts jumping, like, on the tops of cars, like, hood of the car to hood of the car.
1: Wasting time.
0: Absolutely. It's so much slower. I know he's a slow runner, as we've just established, (laughs) but that's way slower. And so he gets to the car. It also,
1: like, draws way more attention to him as well.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, like nobody (laughs) bats an eye. Like what, it's mardi gras what people choose to respond in this movie is amazing
1: it's mardi gras
0: yeah i know but like there was a point where <laughs> nick cage isn't in the scene but his daughter escapes the bad guy's clutches and she runs i don't know 10 oh, feet yeah. from a crowd and she's yelling at people help, she's like help. help me help me and everyone's like woo throw me some beads here are my tits <laughs> And then, like, a little kid with an ice cream cone flips off the dude. He doesn't turn and be like, Mommy, what's going on over there?
1: Mommy, this girl's in trouble.
0: <laughs> like, what are you doing at a Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, little one? <laughs> like, where's your mother? Where's your father? Anyway. So, anyway, so as he's chasing down that car, it's a it's a bait and switch, and it's not the right car, and Nick Cage once again gets... gets uh, arrested by the cops, and this is a great scene because as he's in the car and getting arrested by the cops, he's in his handcuffs and he breaks out of his handcuffs by breaking his hand and his thumb to get out of the handcuffs, and then again just throat chops people, <laughs> the, the drivers so with his broken hand, with his broken hand. and the car flips over, which is pretty yeah. cool actually. It's a pretty good action really, scene, really I think. cool. That, I mean, yeah. that's
1: where the budget came
0: from. <laughs> yeah, really. So there's a few screams in this scene. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's one coming up that I think we, we really want to highlight. yeah he Enjoy then it. calls Malin Ackerman in Swedish. I mind you.
1: she that is her native tongue. Is it really? She yeah. is born and raised in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah,
0: look at that. And so they meet up <laughs> they meet up at like a ferry kind of station I guess I don't know what you would call that a ferry station or something. Yeah and I wrote down in big letters our favorite phrase acting (laughs) because i don't remember anything specifically about this scene but i remember them really hamming it up do you remember anything
1: no i'm sorry that's all right
0: we can gloss over. (laughs) (laughs) so the plan is now they
1: didn't make an impression on either of us yeah
0: right so the plan is now nick cage is running out of time the cops won't help him so he's got to come up with the 10 million dollars that he owes this guy with the peg leg so that his daughter will live and the way to do it is they're gonna. He and Malin Ackerman are gonna go through the sewers with a blowtorch, go underneath the bank, and start burning out the bottom of the bank where there's a bunch of gold bars. So they melt showed,
1: down the gold bars so that they melt into the sewer. Yeah. And then harden. Yeah. And then take them
0: away. So you got you got you so got you like
1: decompose.
0: You got poop laced gold. <laughs> <laughs> and Malin Ackerman and Nick Cage are just thrown into a duffel bag Yep.
1: and then dragging <laughs> through the <laughs> through the murky waters
0: and nick cage when he does these these runs and these you know and we especially when he's carrying the bag he's got this great like grimace on oh, his you face can he- and you running. can hear him like because i like, grunting like, <gasps> Ugh.
1: Ugh. it's like our cat
0: <laughs> over obese cat that we have yes well she's on a diet she's losing <laughs> we're weight we're trying. <laughs> There is a great line. It's not a scream, so I, I might not put it in. Maybe I will, but he's blowtorching from, uh, in the sewers. And Malin Ackerman's like, we've got enough. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And he just goes. Just I just want to see gold out of it. <laughs> like, he really <laughs> emphasizes gold. It's great. <laughs> so they escape on the ferry where the cops are still after them. They're like, as soon as I get off the ferry, you grab them. But once again, they do a bait and switch where Nick Cage is not in the car and they just get malin ackerman with none, none of the gold oh no nick cage is in a different car and they have a rendezvous him and the bad guy where they're gonna meet at this abandoned theme park and on the way it's
1: always at an abandoned theme park
0: yeah this and deadfall <laughs> or dead not deadfall yeah yes deadfall i was thinking of the carousel ride what's it bringing out the dead was the other dead uh, movie. yeah, yeah anyway but uh So they meet in an abandoned theme park, but on the way, Nick Cage is talking to the guy on the phone. He's like, you're out of time. Nick Cage. Oh, all right. Well, I should lay this up before I play the scream before. Every time before Nick Cage does a job, he has to listen to Creedence Clearwater (laughs) revival or CCR. So the scream in the car as he and the bad guy are talking to each other. The bad guy says something along the lines of like, did you get the money? Did you have to listen to CCR? and nick cage screams at him no i didn't listen to ccr that didn't work out so well the last time did it (laughs) anywho they have a they have a showdown at the at the abandoned theme park where he nick like drops the bag of gold and he once again screams the money hand her over
1: i said hand her over you got the money you win. Vincent
0: and the bad guy then Nick Cage bum rushes the bad guy because the bad guys about to light the whole car on fire in the in daughter the daughters in the trunk. And uh Nick Cage bum rushes him and gets shot in the stomach and there's a there's a tussle between the two of them and there's screams in here. I probably won't include yeah. them all. But
1: nick ultimately decides that there's a lake right next to where this you know car that's lit up in flames is and he's like all right well the fastest way to save my daughter is to drive this car into the lake and put out the flames so he speeds into the lake and then the car starts to drown and then he's like because of water pressure and gravity like struggling to open the trunk (laughs) And then he finds like a crowbar to open the trunk and then the bad guy comes and, you know, like attacks him from behind and there's this tussle under the water and then eventually he gets her out.
0: Yes. But as he does get her out, as he's using the crowbar to get her out of the trunk, it's a great scream. Mm. Sorry, I missed it. It's really just.
1: Delicious. (laughs) Delicious.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so uh, the the way he gets the crowbar, I think, is because the bad guy comes up out of nowhere and tries oh, and to attacks hit him, with, him it. with one. Yeah. So he turns it around and stabs the bad guy with yeah. it and closes the into trunk the trunk. Him. Yeah. He yeah. gets his
1: daughter out of the trunk. Yeah. Then he stabs the man, puts him in the trunk, and then the thing sinks down
0: to the bottom of the lake, which is pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They show the car sinking. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this is like a hundred foot deep lake, like an ocean. <laughs> it's so crazy i forgot about that it was
1: definitely a man-made lake too because it's on like these fairgrounds <laughs> hey,
0: yeah. yeah i'm imagining like walt disney being like no no no, we're gonna want go to go two to three hundred feet max <laughs> or minimum for this lake we want people mm. to really feel the fear oh my god <laughs> so anyway nick cage is shot he's gasping for life as yeah, he bleeds yeah, out he and the cops show up in the helicopter the guy the fbi guy comes and rescues him then it's i presumably a few weeks or months later uh, Malin Ackerman and the, the daughter, daughter are driving through a cemetery, looking a little sad. So
1: presume that Nick is dead.
0: And they show up, and there's a little trailer in the cemetery, and Nick Cage is living there.
1: He comes out with like some shish kebabs that he's ready to grill for them.
0: <laughs> like, hair <"Hey>, ladies, <laughs> let's throw a little shrimp on the barbers. Like, I want some shrimp. <laughs> he doesn't say any of that, but we no. like to have fun here. <laughs> Then he looks in the back of Malin Ackerman's truck that they used in, in the heist, the, the second heist, mm-hmm. and he notices a big chunk of of gold that, that's tucked away, and he and Malin Ackerman are talking about it, and he's about to throw it into the ocean and doesn't, and then we see that off on the, on the shore, or not ocean, I guess, but maybe in the river, mm-hmm. off off of the river on a boat with binoculars is the FBI guy looking at him like, don't do it, or do it, don't do it do it, don't do it, because there's two of them. One of them wants to catch him, the other one wants him to get away. And so Nick Cage... what deci- be the ocean? Oh, okay. Or the gulf. The, the gulf, yeah. So Nick Cage ultimately decides to throw the big chunk of gold into the gulf. Mm-hmm. But then the camera pans back, and he didn't, he threw a statue. He didn't yeah, throw, the, he didn't yeah. throw, it was he a little... <laughs> he fooled them. He fooled
1: He's got 300 grand, or however much that right. little chunk yeah, of gold they, is yeah, worth. Yeah, I they said it was said 300 that. grand, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Mel and Ackerman was like, you can either get rich or you can go to prison. It's like, get rich on 300 grand?
0: But Nick Cage is the is the best mastermind <laughs> in the world. He knows the cops are watching him, so he's got to throw also, a Also, sorry, cart. that was
1: really pretentious of me to be like, oh, 300 grand, that's nothing.
0: Yeah, right. I make that in a weekend on my OnlyFans account. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah that's it and i really you know last week i had close rapid fire closing thoughts i don't really have any this time except that compared to fine. last
1: week i don't think it deserved a 20 no
0: but compared to ghost rider 2 this is like this might as well be Schindler's was, List. Was,
1: yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i was like the titanic this
0: might as well be godfather <laughs> oh man so that's stolen that's gonna just about do it for stolen also known as medallion yeah and possibly medallion so let's do some nick cage awards unless you have an, uh, any other closing thoughts let's do it best supporting actor daughter malin ackerman fbi guy hoyt the bad guy
1: Bad guy was good
0: the cabbie i didn't think the bad guy was good he had a really we didn't really discuss him but he had a really bad wig and like really <laughs> obvious makeup like and and the, and the peg really leg awful. was clearly fake and yeah. yeah i mean that's none of that is really his fault but no. i don't think that he really you don't sold think his it. acting was good no
1: okay and the daughter wasn't good either
0: no she was fine
1: <laughs> male and ackerman i don't yeah know. i guess the teddy bear <laughs>
0: <laughs> the teddy bear i think that's i think that's solid <laughs> suitable <laughs> yeah uh so best dressed what I forgot to mention as well which might be a who wanted for best dressed. Con
1: Air? John Malkovich
0: probably uh yeah or the daughter Conair yeah he has a daughter in Conair we just discussed this I, I don't know I don't think that we would we, have all, it to we oftentimes give it to kids and dogs and inanimate objects.
1: I, don't, I was just wondering if it was the teddy bear if it was uh, john malkovich <laughs> it was probably john malkovich john he was malkovich really was really good in that movie he was good he was good i feel like the runner-up for would have been teddy bear so it makes sense that we would give teddy bear to this movie
0: okay that's fair it deserves it at some <laughs> point <laughs> uh best dressed which i forgot to mention that when he's doing the melting through the gold bars he's wearing these big welding goggles
1: Yeah, I like the safety goggles with the black trench. He only wears black. He doesn't wear any color or white or gray. Mm -hmm. It's just all black.
0: Yeah, he's not like... Throughout the movie. Yeah, he's not like Bangkok Dangerous wearing Hawaiian shirts as a hitman. (laughs) Uh, Worst... I forgot that movie existed. Yeah, worst Nick Cage scene. Well,
1: I usually would give it to the phone scenes, but he did a much better job in this one of of trying to convince the audience that that someone else was on the other line. Maybe when he has the uh, the southern accent.
0: Oh, in Malin Ackerman's bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that was so weird. I just came nowhere. out of nowhere. I agree with you on that one. I okay. forgot about that. Yeah. Great, uh, best Nick Cage scene: the showdown at the end.
1: That's a really good scene.
0: Yeah, it was fun. There's, I mean, there's a I scene like where the... he breaks his thumbs. Ooh, oh, we yeah, like that's that a good too. one.
1: I liked the one when he holds the cabbie hostage.
0: Or where he first uh, evades the cops. In the beginning, after the first heist, oh
1: yeah, that's good too.
0: He's just throat punching everybody.
1: Yeah, I like, I like when he gets arrested the second time, or when he's in prison, or when he's uh, when he's in the FBI office and he like is trying to convince them that the bad guy's Mm. still alive, and then they tell him to leave. They like take him out, and then he he throw, hit, punches, he, like, them in throw the punches them in the elevator he like handcuffs them to the elevator he steals her fbi badge like that's a pretty good scene
0: yeah i kind of glossed over a lot of that but you're yeah it's right. it a good, good scene. scene okay it's creative yeah it's fun um best nick cage scene or i'm sorry scream, scream. so i think there's two main contenders one yeah. is i didn't listen to CCR, ccr ccr or it's the big scream at the end where he's trying to lift the trunk
1: no because that's justified
0: okay that's
1: CCR, It's like, why are you yelling about Creighton's Clearwater Revival?
0: Well, he's upset with the guy who kidnapped his daughter.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring CCR into
0: it. How dare you bring CCR into this? Bad Moon Rising? That was a good one. Um, most Nouveau Shamanic moment. There's a lot of good moments. There's, there's. I feel like we've given it to his running in the past. Yeah. Uh, there's him jumping on cars breaking his thumb gasping for air there's a few lines that we that i highlighted i'm gonna make you pancakes and i want some more gold what do you think
1: (laughs) pancakes
0: the pancakes at the beginning it's going to most nouveau schematic. yeah yeah yeah. i'm on board I'm, i'm i'm i can go either way with that all right now finally where are we ranking this one it's not that bad he's
1: a little bit cagey in it
0: mm. i think maybe that, in the 40s in the oh in the 40s wow okay
1: were you gonna say higher
0: yeah i mean so i was scrolling, high 30s maybe? i was i was scrolling through the list here and i looked at matchstick men which
1: that's so oh steve
0: but underneath matchstick men is next which we just talked about how much we hated next
1: next is fun it's
0: too fun okay all right let's go to the 40s
1: like forty. You're, What's you're, number forty?
0: Forty is the cotton club.
1: Yeah, put it put it above the cotton club.
0: Guarding Tess.
1: No, fuck guarding Tess. Put this <laughs> above that.
0: G Force. I think this no, is probably this, better than G Force.
1: His character in G Force is like ridiculous though.
0: So what do you think? Between G Force and Guarding Tess or above G Force and we keep going?
1: Okay, above G
0: Force and we keep going. The sorcerer's apprentice.
1: Mm, better than that. Moonstruck. No.
0: Okay, so between Moonstruck and The Sorcerer's Apprentice, yeah. I feel like Moonstruck is this brick wall for you that not much gets past. It's but just that's because okay. I love Cher. <laughs> that's okay. It's totally reasonable. So that's gonna put this movie at number thirty-seven
1: mm-hmm.
0: out of sixty-five. Is that I right? Think sixty-five.
1: Deservant of that. Wow.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, it was fine. I yeah, mean, like you said, you know, would not recommend watching it. No, it exists. Yes, and it's not offensive. <laughs>
0: no not that i can tell
1: no yeah you know and nick cage loves john fogarty so. he loves what john fogarty ccr
0: oh <laughs> i didn't know that it's okay thank you you're welcome okay so you know what we're watching next week we're get we're getting into the holiday season Han, and we're watching a family movie the croods Fuck. our next our next anime the i don't know the second one just came I don't know if the mics picked that up, but Hannah whispered, fuck me.
1: (laughs) I hate animated movies. (laughs) I
0: know you do. But the Croods was successful enough for them to make a second one. I don't care about cavemen. But it's supposed to be a heartwarming family movie.
1: I don't fucking care. Also,
0: how about this? He's not the star.
1: I don't care. (laughs) I
0: still have to watch this? Yes, you do. He's the father. That's all I know in the Croods. It's an animated movie about cavemen mean, and he's the you
1: watch so many animated... I had to watch The Amp bully for you.
0: For me? Yeah. This is for our this audience. This is for
1: you. I'm doing this for our relationship. Oh, for <laughs> I'm <me>. just kidding. <laughs> oh. If we didn't have this, what would we have, Steve? Nothing. Just
0: a house. Ugh, and a cat. <laughs> All right. I think that's just going to just about do it. Man. Any other thoughts before <laughs> we get out of here?
1: now we gotta go take the trash out <laughs>
0: oh yeah we have big lots of trash this week big doom. we
1: doom. He generated a lot of trash
0: <laughs> as does nicholas cage's movie career got him
1: uh, yeah. as to saturn film <laughs> <laughs> and now you know why the Cage bird sings
0: thanks for listening guys take care now, freak out.